It's like the it's like when you stand in front of the throne at, at the at, you know at the end of times. It's either you're gonna be in front of the judgment seat of Christ, or you're gonna be in front of the judgment seat of God. And when you're in front of this judgment seat of God at that white throne, morals of the world, worldly morals, will not get you to heaven. But once you sit there and say, "I want Jesus," then grab a hold of it and run. Hey, I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle. And this is the Pantry Podcast. Do you want a healthier spiritual diet? We're stocking the storehouse with spiritual nutrition, marinating on the Word of God, and leading you to the meals that truly fuel a soldier of the Lord. And this is Season 9, Obey. It's an acronym that stands for Obey Him Before Anyone Else. This season, let's look at how obedience and a lack thereof impacts our relationship with Him and with everyone else. Join us and friends from over 70 countries as we feast on Jesus, not junk food. You can even be a friend who keeps the show going. Become a partner at patreon.com slash the pantry podcast for just $5 a month. And now let's dig into this meal. Hey, what's up? Hello. Oh my gosh. Go ahead, man. Cause you already are beat up, broke up. You've been sitting here <laughs> trying to get cameras done up, but she says, I'm excited. I'm going to obey. Yes, I'm excited. I'm I'm very hungry. If you hear a, our special guest is my stomach today, and um, yeah, so pray for my back pain, y'all. That's also in the cards. But outside of all of that, we're really excited. This has been an amazing season. Sometimes when you got a little, you got to sacrifice whatever time you have. Like I know. she took a nap. Let's go. I know. Like we gotta, we gotta record. We gotta this. record. We gotta record. Sometimes we're really far ahead, but right now you are hearing us, and this was recorded like three days prior. So you mm. know, like these are some of these things. But we've had a very busy time. Yeah, done a yeah. lot of things, yeah. and um, understanding obedience better, being able to articulate it better, has been a blessing to us for the last several months, and also to people that we've kind of crossed paths mm. with. And we've had amazing guests, so very amazing, very amazing. Also, all, all sorts of really cool, edifying, uplifting, like obedience messages. Like, yes. I didn't want to, but the Lord. Yes, <laughs> and and that's kind of where we find ourselves. I think so. This year, even in our life group in our Bible study, it was like obedience is our year year long word, and yeah. and it was like, okay, you know, I get it, I get it. And then we start really digging into this season and, and digging into it in the Bible study, you know, life group and uh. And it's like, it starts to align itself to this beautiful picture of just being obedient to God. Mm-hmm. Um, I could sit here all day and try to, man, look, have you ever looked up how many laws there are in just the United States alone? I don't even want to. <laughs> if I know them, I'm held accountable. Right. I'd rather just look away. Because there are, there, are, <laughs> there are some out there that like you wouldn't think existed that exist those are some of and, my favorite, though. Those yeah, they're, weird, they're outdated laws everyone's ignored, but it's like you can't eat an orange within like 80 feet of the courthouse. <laughs> those are my favorite. If you spit an apple seed and it grows a tree, you can't cut it down. No, just kidding. I don't right. know. I don't know. In but, our city. <laughs> right, y'all. Or, that's another anyway. story for another time. We, but this is cool. Look, we're starting to look. I can touch her. It doesn't look you like I'm go, walking we're through not some walking like through a portal, portal a wormhole, whatever. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. But yeah, I, I I really enjoyed this season, and I think that one of the verses that I always come back to, and I think it's because it's always like you hear this love, 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 and, and I don't know that we always under, un, understand that or unpack that correctly. Um, but God, Christ, Jesus, however you want to say it. <laughs> He in John uh, fourteen fifteen he says, 
if you love me, you will keep my commands. And that really got me thinking in this whole aspect of obedience, Mm -hmm. like this love, like, okay, if you love me, well, what is love? And and I had to take this, 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 this idea and go like, oh, what's love? Well, I lo- if I love God, so then what is obedience? Mm-hmm. Loving God and then turning to God. Now, I could never remember ever. What, what did we come up with in the season? A thousand and fifty New Testament commands. Yeah. You know, someone could argue they're not really commands. They're just, I'm like, well, I mean, anything God tells you is a command. It's not a suggestion. Mm. My mom said it best. She's like, well, all of those 1,050 right, right. are the expansion pack, the examples, the tease out, mm. the, the digging deeper of the Ten Commandments, right? right? And right. so, again, it's not that the law is bad, right? You can go through the in, uh, repeatedly in the New right. Testament, but it was not built to save you. It was mm. built to reveal the depravity mm. and the need of a Savior, your old wicked heart cannot do it. And that's where the Lord comes in. Right. So turning to God. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, t- he says he will give us everything. Yeah. He will give us everything. So like I might be slipping somewhere <laughs> and I'm like, well, Lord. And then he gives it to me. He's like, hold up here. Look, check out this verse. Or look, check out where I said this in the word of God. Yeah. But one of those those that really hit me was 1 John 4, 16. And I love how like the John, the 14, John, love, hold on, the John. one who loved me. You know, it's like he's called out for love. So when it comes to love, you should talk about John. I mean, <laughs> this is how it works. But it's like, so we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. See, we're learning this. It's a, it's a progression. It's sanctification. It's, it's, it's this process. Um, we were positionally fine, but our experiential sanctification grows as we grow. It's like, so we've come to know and to believe. Like, we're learning these things that the love of God has for us. God is love. And whoever abides in his love abides in God. And God abides in him. And it's like, hold on, abides abides, abides. And I'm like, oh, there's something there. There's something to unpack there. So I, I looked it up. You know, you know, I love Greek. I love going yeah. back to the Hebrew. Um, some of the other texts would say dwelleth. I like that. Mm-hmm. Dwelleth in me, whoever dwelleth in love, uh, dwelleth in God. <laughs> you know, it's like really cool. It's like, and so when you look at that, it's minnow, right? It's like to continue, to endure, to be present, to remain, to stand, to tarry, you know, thine own. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's you're with God. Mm-hmm. To understand God or and, and understand his love, you have to be with God. So where does obedience start? With God. Mm-hmm. I want to shout out this, the kids <laughs> streaming at Minnow because that's the word that they chose to name their app. It's not just mm. a little fish. Um, but they chose that because it's so important for our children to abide wow. in the same place. Like imagine like you have the Lord, you're dwelleth and abiding in the Lord, and then your children have a different address, right? <laughs> right like they're right. just living a whole different life. And part of the thing, I mean, our show, the more, I mean, we started out like we just want to preach the word. And the more we preach and the more we, or the more Shay preaches, don't get after me, y'all. <laughs> 
um, the more I uh, just point out stuff I know um, <laughs> or learn or learn or, or whatever revelation. Um, yeah. But the more we just talk, we realize this is to increase discernment and mm. get everyone asking more questions and abiding more and dwelling more with the Lord and casting off culture, whatever culture it is for the only culture that actually lasts um, the one that outlasts time, and that's Christ's culture. The wor- Instead of seeking entertainment from the world and then having to unplug that to hear about the Lord, they were like, let's help people understand, help children understand abiding in the Lord isn't a punishment. Abiding in the Lord is not boring. Abiding in the Lord is not what you do when you aren't allowed to consume something else. It is the ultimate point. Mm. And yet our flesh, yes. and yet our flesh, <laughs> so rebellious, oh. so rebellious. Flesh uh, I, I actually did. So back to mm-hmm. the Ten Commandments, because I, I think that like my, your mom and I have gone like <laughs> some circles on this all the way through. But, you know, she like you said the other day, that, that was she said about like, well, but if you obey the Ten. You're doing then all. Then you're doing all of these. Like she already was simply right, like, right. yoke is easy. It's just- <laughs> and the bird is light. You right, know, right. Love, I love it. No matter what, love your neighbor. Mm, wow, that covers a lot. Don't murder. Okay. Well, I mean, hello. That's like, loving like, your neighbor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's loving your neighbor. I mean, it's it's it, it all boils down to that, and that's what I've just been sitting in this season. Like to to obey is simply to turn to God every time in everything. Yes. And ask Him for counsel. That is what he brought us. But this rebellion, it's like, I, of course, I look up these verses. I love these. <laughs> Matthew 5, 17 through 20, right? It says, do not think that I came to destroy the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For assuredly, I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one tuttle will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whoever breaks one of these least of these commandments, even one of the least, right? And teaches men so shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. It's like all of this obedience leads to one place. It's like kingdom life, Mm -hmm. heavenly life, where we're going away from the rebellion, away from the flesh into the perfectness that he's put us into. It's like, this is thing. This is what he's done. He has perfected us. Now we're learning. We're trying to catch up. That that section also, yeah. I'm going to be so transparent. It always confuses me because I'm like, so am I going to be like, because I do both. To no, no, no. More like, but I know a lot of people who do both. They, yeah. They've broken one, but they're also, pre- I'm like, there's something there. There's a truth in there that I have not, that's not been revealed to me, but it's just. You know, it's just one of those things. But you know what's cool about it, though? What's cool about it, though? Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you haven't questioned, check this out. (laughs) Verse 20. (laughs) For I say to you that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees. Y'all, don't take much. (laughs) It doesn't. The the bar is uh, low. The bar. Look, why? (laughs) All his battles were against the scribes and the Pharisees. Because they were unrighteous. Yes. They wouldn't accept him. Yes, and that's the whole point. By you accepting him, you are more than they. So be encouraged. (laughs) Be encouraged. Don't let, like, it's always been that to me that I get to 20. I'm like, 
Oh snap! That's so good. You will by you will no by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Like okay, be worse than the Pharisees. Well, okay, what well, the Pharisees do? They rejected Jesus. Do you reject Jesus? Then no. If you don't, then you're going to heaven. If you reject Jesus, well, there you go. Right there you go. So all Can't, that all said, that for that's it. no. So all that <laughs> said to say, the final episode is right now. This is the final episode of Obey, <laughs> and, and we're just this gonna talk. Episode is all about so what okay obedience yes i get it so what does god want from me then and that is the episode um and we're getting there anyway but i want to anchor it back draw you back in for those who really enjoy like what to write at the top of my notes today well what does god want from me (laughs) is the question and what's funny is I didn't even write that on my notes. I know. <laughs> Your notes are not even... W- Normally our notes are in the same file. And I was like, oh, I don't know what he's going to say. Spirit lead. Spirit and I was lead. Just, and I'm praying like, Lord, lead me. I'm like, didn't even look at like what we titled this. It's but, but, it, but that Go ahead. We'll t- say it one more time so that so What that we can write does God about. want from me? That's wow. the question. Because I figured... Hear those sirens, y'all? Whoop, whoop, this getting real. So <laughs> Main Street Living, we just, free sound effects right here. Woo, I hit the button. But, oh my gosh. I know. But so that's the big question because, okay, we've hammered out the whole point of like, you need to obey. Mm. Sorry if that brings utter guilt because you're not. But that's not the point. And we've brought that up over and over as well. Like, stop sitting in what just happened and focus on what you can right. do next. You can't control what just happened. You can control what you do next. And so we're saying it out of all the love and excitement in the world mm. that obey. That's the key to literally all of it. Just obey. When something comes across, obey. But that's so hard to do sometimes and what is it? What is? And then Shay throughout the season has been turn to the Lord, turn back to the Lord. I've said hug the Lord. Like we're trying to simplify it way down because the more we read, the more we realize that it keeps going back. Obey, yet the responsibility, the ultimate responsibility is on Him. Obey, yet the Holy Spirit is what enables that to even be possible. Obey, but God, but mm. God. And so there's tension. But there's so much hope because you get to rely on him and and lean into him and and turn to him. And if you can rewire, shout out to that season, if you can rewire to see Mm. it that way instead of this big gavel beating you upside the head for breaking the law, then you're going to start seeing Mm. more and more fruit of the spirit. Because how do you access fruit of the spirit? By being involved with the Lord, by abiding in him. And we tend to experience a lot in our in our Christian mm. environment because we're we're all over the internet. We we dibble dabble with denominations and all this stuff because we're looking for people who love the Lord. And you end up encountering a lot of legalism where the obsession is with are you following these laws? And they're so preoccupied with that. They forget to ask the question, do you love the Lord? It's mm. very possible to do some incredibly unrighteous things knowing the word of God. And that and for some of us, you're saved. Some you're not. What's the key? 
are you abiding in the Lord or do you just know the checklist? Everyone has access to the to-do list, but like, do you have a relationship with the one who wrote it? And so that's the big question. The head knowledge versus heart knowledge. Yeah. Um, and being able to align ourselves and, and understand these things that are beneficial for mm-hmm. us. I think that the biggest thing there is, you know, people look at the Bible sometimes, especially people who don't believe, and they're like, well, your Bible telling me what to do. But then when you look at it, it's like, this is beneficial to life. Mm-hmm. Like it's a living word. It's active. It's living. Um, so when he sits there and says that your my yoke is easy and my burden is light, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, look, I don't want to doubt that. Mm-hmm. I want to be 100% on board with that thought. Yeah. So, so therefore, you know, we're moving forward. What do I do with this? Okay, what do I do with this obedience? Well, okay, it's to ease your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be real. The more that I put myself, you know, into the word of God and I sit there and I'm like, search me, oh God. I've said that a lot this season. Search me, oh God. The more he aligns me, and it's like, fine, I'll let him lead. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, give up the reins. Give up the, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> and I but, even have know. an issue with that in the sense I say he's the GPS because he does want you to do something. Right, so right, drive, right, right. drive using him as your GPS. Do not say he going to take the wheel. You just going to sit there. Trust, man. We got a car that's supposed to stay in between the lines. And every time I'm like, let's test it. It doesn't work. <laughs> I still got to put my hands on the wheel. But that's where I'm at with yes. this. You know, that's, yes. that, that's the thought. And then, you know, I'm sitting there thinking of that too with Romans 5, uh, right at the beginning. It says, therefore, you've been justified by faith. Mm-hmm. We have peace. I want to re- I'm going to read this for encouragement, y'all, because that's what we're talking about. Encouraging people, not beating people down, but to encourage people that God is better. That Jesus, man, he came for a purpose, a reason to justify us. Man, once we've been, we're in that justification. It's Christ who reigns. We're the ones who rebel. So it's like, hold up. Do I want to reign with Christ or do I want to just continue this rebellious streak and keep getting knocked upside the head? But it's like, no, just by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, though through whom also we have access by faith. Into this grace, going back to what you're talking about, into this grace in which we stand. Like, we are standing. I, we, we had a, a sermon the other day, you know, and they were talking about grace and standing in grace. And I had this thought, and I'm just like, it doesn't say you get knocked down and picked back up by grace. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know, we fall down, we trip, we stumble, we this, but we're standing in grace. Right. So it's like, we never fell down. And, and that is a hard one, like you said, for people to wrap their head around. It's like, no, but you, but you, no, I don't sin. I don't feel like I have a card to sin because he is so good. And I want to share him. And it keeps going. It says, in which you stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulation. So here we go. We're about to cover it down. Like, why do we need this? Why do we, why do we sit in this obedience? I want to obey these things. I want to sit there every day and remind myself, man, watch this when I'm in tribulation, when I'm in tribulation, glory, (laughs) look, knowing that tribulation produces what perseverance, perseverance, character and character, hope, hope right back to what you're saying. The whole thing that you're saying, grace, hope, this, this obedience, obedience to what? To a God who loves, a God who cares, a God who we can trust in, who never fails us, who never leaves us. That is the obedience that, I'm look, that I want in my life because I want to be able to sit there when things come my way and trust that he is going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's be like, remove myself. Okay, I'm going to walk, I'm going to work, I'm going to listen, I'm going to read, I'm going to pray. I get it, but he is going to be the producer. <laughs> He's going to bring the production and I am going to sit there and just be in it. And say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for when I stumble or when I fall down that I'm still standing Mm -hmm. and that I'm moving forward. Yeah. 
he knows the sin nature that's in mm. us that's warring against us and i love verse threads that bring like a logical conclusion like mm. okay what does the like what is the simplest way to lead this forward because okay what does he want from you we've had episodes about like what's my calling and spoil alert it's like the same but you might not be have been sitting through with us this long <laughs> to know you might have already you need to reaffirm it but it's it's you already mentioned it it's his glory mm. so what does so we've asked before like um i think our most popular episode ever is all for the glory right. i don't know why except <laughs> it must be great and god's like guys that's the one <laughs> right, that's the one right. everyone from y'all needs to, they need to hear it but we're doing it all for his glory, right? So in Romans eleven thirty six, it says, for everything comes from him and exists by his power and is intended for his glory. Mm. All glory to him forever. Intended for his glory. We're intended for his glory. And then once you come to him and you have the Holy Spirit in you, you're clearly now not just intended for his glory, but now you are for his glory, right? It's not just you were made for it and acted a fool. No, now you've got everything you need in your toolkit, the Holy Spirit, to, to give him glory, to mm. make him glory, right? Nice. Um, Ephesians 1.5, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So again, you're intended for his glory. If you're saved, you're adopted into his family. What does he want from me? He wants you to be in his family and act like it. He wants you to be bringing him glory. Now, how do you bring him glory? Again, like, what does that mean? Mm. That's nice, but what does it mean? So in John 15, 8, by this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit <laughs> and so prove to be the disciples. So what does that say? It means that you might, if you're not bearing a lot of fruit, doesn't mean you're not saved. But that also means you're probably not being very obvious about being a disciple. You're not really proving mm. that you're a disciple, right? And that's where people get after you because they don't know if they can trust you. I'm sorry, but people are out here knowing Satan's after us. So if you're not bearing a lot of fruit, there is going to be some struggles with people who are trying to discern if you're just walking the walk pretending or if you really are and they would love you to really be. <laughs> they would right. love to just be able to right. know, oh, thank God, another believer. And um, and so proving to be the disciple by bearing mm. much fruit. But now it's like, oh, no, works like I'm scared of works. I'm not I'm failing all the time. What does bearing much fruit mean? Well, this is what we've been saying all season. So Ezekiel 36, 26, I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you and I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. Um, mm. So, again, how are we even capable of doing all of this? because we've been given a new spirit and a new heart. Some surgery has occurred. That gives us the ability to crave the fruit of the spirit, mm. to crave the Lord rather than run and hide from him. Now, does that always mean it works out that way? No, because also Paul does acknowledge that these two, the flesh and the spirit are at war in us, mm. keeping us from doing the good things we intend to do. He says that, he acknowledges that, yes, it says in Ezekiel that like he'll remove the heart of stone. But right now in this world, we're still at war with our flesh, that that mm. war is going on. But what is the key? The key is not if you work harder. The key is you have a new heart that now if you work harder, you could very well bear fruit. But who's bearing the fruit? It's the Holy Spirit in you. So yes, you get to kind of, your arms might be the ones doing it, right? But it's the Holy Spirit. 
And then you go into Galatians. I say camp out in Galatians. It's it's six chapters, I think. And you could read it every day for a week. And I'm just, it's candy to me. And I'm going to jump around for a second and then I'm done. Because that's, that's pretty much, I'm like, why are we here? What do you want from me, God? Galatians 5, 6, for when we place our faith in Christ Jesus, there is no benefit in being, uncircum- being circumcised or being uncircumcised. What is important is faith expressing itself in love. <laughs> Galatians 5, 13, use your freedom to serve one another in love. Galatians 5, 17, the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. Galatians 5, 15, going back a second, what counts is whether we have been transformed into a new creation. That's what counts. So what does he want from us? He wants us to accept Christ as our savior so that we can have the Holy Spirit and be transformed into a new creation that makes us his children. And with that new heart and new spirit, we are capable of serving one another in love and faith expressing itself in love. So... We need to know God, love God, and serve God, and then love and serve other people. Yes, you're going to mess up. Right. You're going to. But we even brought that up when my daughter brings, I say bring the cereal bowl to the kitchen. If she's too scared to get up and take it to the kitchen, she's in disobedience. If she gets the bowl and takes it and drops on the floor and milks on the floor, who the heck am I to get mad at her? She was trying to obey. Mm. So don't worry about messing up while trying to serve. Worry about, am I serving? Am I trying to serve? Mm. Availability. Availability. I think availability is is, is, is a huge word. Um, and, and prayerfully available. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the Holy Spirit, what Michelle's talking about. Mm-hmm. It's a very important thing. I held verse 5, by the way, on Galatians purposely because I wanted to see where this would go. <laughs> And it, <laughs> and, and it always comes in really nicely because, you know, and then some people say, this, why'd you stop reading? You know, and it's like, cause I had a, cause something was on me. Like just stop there because <laughs> it says in Romans five, five, it says now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy spirit who is given to us. There it is. Mm-hmm. How do we do this? How do we do this? Go back a, a couple of episodes and listen to Quenched. I'm telling you, how do we do this by not quenching what's been given to us? Mm-hmm. How do we do this by being repentive? How do we do this by seeking the face of God and not seeking the face of man or self? How do we do this by putting pride aside and bringing humility? By not acting like Christians, that's easy, but reacting like Christians, that's a little harder. It is. And, and, and so we sit there and we think about this and it's like, I'm, I'm not going to submit myself to any other authority except to the authority that's God. He reigns, y'all. He reigns. If I'm quenching, go back. I'm telling you, this is a good episode, but, but, <laughs> but if, 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 I'm quenching that spirit. I'm not connected to love. Everything that I'm doing has no merit. It's like the it's like when you stand in front of the throne at, at the at, you know at the end of the times. It's either you're going to be in front of the judgment seat of Christ, or you're going to be in front of the judgment seat of God. And when you're in front of this judgment seat of God at that white throne, morals, 
of the world, worldly morals will not get you to heaven. Mm-mm. Only Jesus Christ. Only through that acceptance in Jesus Christ. So once you've accepted it, it's like, hold on. I see battles all the time. Jesus, what? Jesus, no, Jesus, 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 this Jesus, you need Jesus. No, I don't want Jesus. I want Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I want Jesus. No, you want Jesus. No, I don't want Jesus. I see this battle all the time. But once you sit there and say, I want Jesus, then grab a hold of it and run. Grab a hold of it and run. Open the word of God. Open your Bible. Pray. I'm telling you, Holy Spirit, search me. I'm going to say this a thousand times in my life because I need it. Because I need it. You need it. I love what you're saying. Galatians. Oh, my gosh. Love. Like literally love, just consume love. Right. Galatians. It goes so much deeper. And then if you really get bored, go out to Ecclesiastes. <laughs> my, uh, my favorite book. I because watch, watch this. I had all of these things and it was vanity. Everything. That's coming from a man who had everything in the world. He literally was like, I can get anything. I'm going to get it just to check. Right. And every time. Nope, not that. You know, as we're sitting here, (laughs) availability. Mm. Yes. Over accuracy. Now, does God mm. want us to miss the mark? Absolutely not. Does he know we're imperfect? Yes. I'm not saying forever and a day, accuracy doesn't matter. But, you know, accuracy doesn't really help much with availability unless you're already good at something. When, you're, when you stink at something, you know what's going to improve <laughs> your accuracy? Your availability to train for mm. it. If you just have a natural inclination to be able to do something, you don't have to show up much. You're just taking that inherent skill for granted. You just show up, you do it, you bang it out, you walk away. People are impressed. You go about your day. But if it's something you struggle with, being available for training and practice is going to improve your accuracy. So... When it comes to obedience, being available and just trying. Who cares what the legalists say? Who cares what hurt Christians who have gotten a little judgy say? Who cares what tired Christians who are a little judgy today might say? Who cares what the YouTube video that's just discerning everything, Mm. which I don't totally disagree with, by the way, but you feel really convicted with today. Who cares what they say if it's going to discourage you from being available? If it's going to make you feel like dirt that's unworthy to be in the presence of God to try, then you just need Mm. to focus on God. That's why we keep saying hug on him. Mm. If, if, if you can handle some conviction today, please take (laughs) it because that's wisdom. If you can handle some challenge today, lean into it because that's going to help you grow. But if nothing else, cling to the Lord because that's how you are available to him. And that's how you're going to improve on how often you hit that mark dead on as a believer. Amen. I like that. It's because you said availability. Yeah. Availability, though. <laughs> oh, boy. When I shut down. Yeah. I suck. <laughs> I don't show up for a lot of sports because oh, I can't do it When I shut do down, I don't show up. You know, it's like, wow. Right. It's, it's, like, it's like. Right. I've always. I don't know what it was that was put in me, but someone says, <laughs> you know how to do this? I'm like, I will. 
<laughs> like it's like it's it, now look it's I, I, I cool have there's been times when I'm not the greatest right but look I'll try yeah somebody says hey can you do that and you'll have a lot of fun off yeah, and, you, and you it. actually and that, do you that actually. makes you fun to be around like I'm not always fun when I don't know how to do it he's helping me <laughs> see the light I know like Maldav yesterday is like he goes <laughs> okay it's a brother of mine and, and we talk <laughs> we talk some stuff y'all it's like first basketball now he brings out so I beat up basketball well, he's got to find something, so he breaks out cornhole. And he's like, you play cornhole? And I'm like, sure. And he goes, are you good? I'm like, okay. I didn't really say yes or no. And that dude's good. Like, he's re- but, I, but I sat there, and I'm like, Let, let's play. Yeah. Let me improve. Watch this. I didn't put it in the hole. I mean, he was killing us. Mm-hmm. Like, me and Jay were just getting ripped by him and his son. Like, it was, it was, it was almost embarrassing. But at the same time, each game we got better. Each game we got better. We didn't win, right. but we got better. Yeah, and that's all we're saying. Look, that's I think that's what you're trying to put that, out too in this yes. in this idea is is we're just trying, trying. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. We can take availability right out. I'll try. Yeah. Just try. Watch this marriage. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Relationship with your children. Jesus. Work. Jesus. Finances. Jesus. Grocery store, Jesus. I don't know. Put Jesus in it. Mm-hmm. Go back to the pizza. Or what do you always talk about the pizza yeah, slice? Yeah, I always talk about like Jesus <laughs> I mean, is look. not a slice of the pizza. The pizza is Jesus flavored, right? Like the pe- it's a Jesus pizza. And so every part of the pizza involves mm. him. You know, at the conference, someone said it really great. They're like, um, they were like, you need to grow your children physically, mentally, emotionally. And there was one more, but guess what? It wasn't. I can't remember it right now, but it was mm. not spiritually. And as I wrote them down, I'm like, whoa, he didn't say spiritually. Someone's about to say something in this room. I just know it. And he said it. He was like, guess which one I didn't write down? Mm. Spiritually. You want to know why? It's all spiritual. Wow. He's like, everything is God's domain. The mm. physical is spiritual. The mental is spiritual. The emotional is spiritual. I really forget the fourth one. But he <laughs> but, it was good. but he said they're all <laughs> spiritual. Right. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's just a slice. Right. And I loved that so much. Mm. Because we always like to carve it out. Like it's this like I'm working on my spiritual life right now. Well, how it's all spiritual in that Mm. sense like it's not this new age concept either it's literally god cares about your whole person and he is spirit therefore Mm. guess what i opened my bible spiritual i prayed spiritual i gave my daughter grace your body how you treat other neighbor spiritual yes (laughs) it's like that's cool so so i loved it um I, I've loved this season. Yeah, this season's been good. Um, because it's very real, it's very raw. Right. But what do you, what's the common thread of every guest we've ever had on the show? Mm. <laughs> they were available right. to get where they're at. Right. And it's still sometimes a struggle to stay available for all of us. But every time we make ourselves available, we're winning some more. That's the key. If you're listening, how in the world could I ever get, people have said this to us, where y'all are. And I laugh inside and and outside (laughs) and I look at him and I laugh and we just laugh. And then by the time we're done laughing, if they're still there, we say, (laughs) like, honey, boo-boo child, Mm. we're not the aim. Don't aim to make, don't aim to be like us. 
like just aim to be with Jesus. Christ That's all it, we yeah. can manage to do mm. in ourself. That's all we can manage to do. And yet he says he gives us the words and we come mm. up with the words credit to him. Um, I remember first coming to Christ, they said, uh, like one of the critiques I used to hear is like, they just ruin your self-esteem because it's like everything, God gets the credit for everything and people, it's like, what's the point of the person? Hmm. And back then I was like, yeah, that kind of, you know, I mean, but at the same time I said, but it's kind of like God, it makes sense. Like if, if God's at the root of it all and he mm. gets all the credit, like, I mean, get over it. But I wasn't a Christian um, and I come to Christ and I'm like, I get it now. I get it now. We get to come alongside the work. Wow. But um I like that. We with our new heart have mm. no problem giving him the credit because we know with the new view of life that we have mm. that without him we couldn't have done it. That actor getting the little Emmy <laughs> or whatever, I want to thank my fans cuz without them I'd be nothing. Mm. They're right. And without God I'd be nothing. And so I give all credit to him. Amen. Amen. Don't be like us. I'm not trying to be like you. Right. Um, I'm going to be like uh, Christ. First John 2, 6, where it says he ab- abides, there's that word again, abides in him, ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Um, First Corinthians 11, 1, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Amen. That is where we need to be. And you know what? Praise the Lord. Yeah. Praise the Don't never forget to praise the Lord. Wake up in the morning, praise the Lord. Uh, something comes your way, praise the Lord. Just just that alignment right there. Praise the Lord. All you Gentiles, laud him, all you peoples. For his merciful kindness is great towards us. And the truth of the Lord endures forever. Psalms 117, 1 through 2. Amen. 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 So thank you for sticking yeah. with us for another season. Woo, come on. Remember the pantrypodcast.com. That's where you can support the show. Mm. Like get all the show notes, pass it on, all the good stuff. And starting next week, we start our 10th wow. season. Praise God. And it is called Go and Tell. So now you know what God wants from you. So now we're going to talk about how to share the good news with the world. And we have some amazing guests that are coming to join us on that ride. So until next week. Bye. Bye. God bless you guys. You're listening to the Pantry Podcast, part of the Spark Podcast Network, now playing on the Edify app.